Welcome to this week's Screen Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension. And this week I titled my little topic here, uh, We Could All Be Thinner. Uh, so what does our current situation and planting vegetable seeds have in common, you might be thinking? Well, every vegetable seed sown this spring has its own preferred social distancing from one another, so to speak. Uh, gardeners now clearly, you know, we, we rightly sow the seed heavier than suggested, maybe on the seed packet, uh, to ensure that we get a good row of snap beans, for example. This heavier seeding can easily be justified from past experiences. You know, maybe the soil crusted over and emergence was poor, or the squirrel followed us down the row and ate a bunch along the way, or the rains came and the seed just laid in that heavy wet soil and rotted. Um, the smaller the seed, though, you know, the more likely it is it's going to be impacted. Lettuce has a tough time getting through a crusty soil, while big seed like beans, for example, will just break right through the crust. Although, to be honest here, sometimes we can lose a cotton leaden leaf or two, and in the process you get what they call a runt, meaning it never really grows up and develops as it should because it's lost the food out of the cotyledon. And there is a nice trick to be sure crusting doesn't happen, especially on those smaller seeds. You can use sand. It will not cake or crust over, and you get to see where the row is. So sow your seed, sprinkle a little bit of light sand right down the row, and you'd be all set. Now, the seed packet will take into account all the environmental influences that cause a decline in emergence and plant stand in that row. So, you know, you really do not need to sow heavier than that if you don't want to. It's just a habit gardeners get into because, as the expression goes, you know, heck, we've always done it that way or dad always did it that way. Uh, gardeners truly get excited to see the first signs of a seedling emergence. It's a great feeling of success and, you know, it's a level of satisfaction that's certainly well-deserved after all the work you put into the getting the garden ready. Once those rows are up, though, it's probably going to be time to do some thinning. Radishes and carrots need, need the room to expand in the soil. Too crowded and the carrots are misshapen and the radishes seem to push each other out of the ground, leaving uh, flat sides and shoulders pushed out of the garden soil. You know, we thin snap beans to allow each plant to fully develop a canopy. So later on, we get a good, solid flowers, uh, flower show. And then later, of course, the beans. You'll probably get more beans from a properly spaced row than if we do not thin and they are crowded in there, in there together, believe it or not. Farmers have known this for decades. Properly spaced plants will give the highest yields. It's no different in our vegetable garden. Uh, one crop that uh, traditional thinning can be altered a bit is leaf lettuce, especially if you sow the lettuce in a wide row. Uh, you harvest those larger plants for the dinner salad, leaving the smaller plants to continue to grow for a harvest later. It's pretty straightforward. If you have oversown and need to thin, you might also consider those little tiny lettuces uh, microgreens and just add them as a garnish uh, in the salad or work into other dishes. So don't waste that young seedling, use it in, in the kitchen. Now, vine crops, as the name suggests, can easily get out of control and take over a great amount of space. So here thinning can help by limiting the number of vines. And if you've got a smaller garden, by the way, you know, you're going to benefit from those bush-type cucumbers, for example. So that makes um, a great deal of sense. You know, the seed packet also contains a great deal of other valuable information uh, to help us get off to a good start. Um, there's often a picture of the seedling vegetable so that you don't pull it out while removing our weed seedlings that are going to be right there in the row with your preferred crop. 
Um, and there, the seed packet's also going to talk to you about the suggested thinning distance for best quality and uh, production out of that plant. So there's lots of good information on the seed packet. So don't don't think uh, um, you can go out and just because you've always done it that way, maybe uh, that there might be a, a, a better way, a modified way, a stronger way to actually get more product out of your garden in the same amount of space that you have otherwise. There's wide row gardening, as I suggested for lettuce. There is uh, planting both your radishes and your carrots in the same row. The radishes are up and gone in about three weeks, but you know the carrots are going to carry on for a number of weeks following that. So the radishes come up, they mark the row where you sowed your carrots, and then as the carrots emerge, pretty much the radishes are gone, and you have two crops in the same place. There's also successive planting, which talks about uh, rather than sow one 30-foot row of snap beans, you sow a 10-foot row and you wait a week, 10 days, and you sow another 10 feet and you wait a week or 10 days again and you sow that third 10-foot section. This will give you a much better pro productivity out of the bean. It will extend the harvest season for multiple weeks, uh, long over what you might get if you just sowed that one single 30-foot row of beans. So keep these little strategies in mind as you garden in those smaller spaces. And just remember those vegetables need their, their individual spaces as well. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. Always a pleasure. I'll be back again soon.